This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Learn more at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. About 100 people rallied on the National Mall this morning urging Congress to ratify the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Former Democratic Senator Blanche Lincoln of Arkansas, representing Farmers for Free Trade, led the rally. She says the agreement would be a huge economic driver, which the ag economy needs right now. One of the most important things for us to remember is friendships are not built overnight. Um, We build friendships with our our neighboring countries um, that are close by here in the northern hemisphere um, and also globally. And those relationships need to be nurtured. Um, We have worked hard with these different countries to come up with something that is meaningful to all of us um, and particularly to the U.S. and to the U.S. farm um, economy and we've got to get it done. House Democrats still have concerns with USMCA but yesterday U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer sent a counteroffer to House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal. I hope to talk to him either today or tomorrow after I've had a chance to run through it but I did talk to staff last night. They gave me a, a synopsis summary of the document. He did. We had talked the day before. He told me that it was coming. It's more in letter form that I have, okay. but it's it's lengthy. And uh, I kept telling you that I was waiting for them to hit the ball back over the net. So they have hit the ball back over the net. Now we intend to hit the ball back over the net to them. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi told reporters earlier today she wants to see enforcement language, but it has to be within the agreement. The, the difference is, if you have a sidebar letter that says we're going to have enforcement, that does not have the force of a treaty. You have to have enforcement in the body of the um, of the uh, of, of the treaty. Pelosi is confident the document could be surgically opened to provide clarity on enforcement. She did not say when a vote could happen. The Environmental Protection Agency and the Army Corps of Engineers made a formal announcement today to repeal the 2015 Waters of the U.S. or WOTUS rule. The action will make pre-2015 Clean Water Act regulations the law of the land after the new administration took office. It tried to prevent implementation of the 2015 rule, but court battles in various states resulted in a patchwork of regulations. In about half the states, the Obama-era rule was in effect while in the other half, the pre-2015 regulations were. EPA plans to publish a new rule close to the end of this year. Read more of Steve Davies' story at agripulse.com. Here's a word from our sponsor. Imagine turning soybean oil, used cooking oils, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing it drives U.S. jobs and our economy forward. Learn more about biodiesel at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. The National Association of State Departments of Agriculture adopted a new climate resiliency policy at their annual meeting. Max Moncaster of NASDA says the association partnered with the Environmental Defense Fund on financing for climate and conservation programs. It's something that our states are really taking a lead on. They're trying to find new ways to finance those programs and give farmers a new revenue stream from conservation practices that a lot of times they're already doing. So hopefully um, that's something that we're going to keep moving forward with. The policy encourages the collaboration of governments, corporations, and philanthropic communities to develop incentive-based programs and pursue research that helps agriculture adapt to the effects of a changing climate. NASDA wrapped up its meeting in New Mexico yesterday. USDA lowered the corn yield estimate in today's World Agricultural Supply and Demand report, but it wasn't as low as trade projections. 
The average trade gas was 166.7 bushels per acre, but USDA only lowered its estimate to 168.5. That's down from their August projection of 169.5 bushels per acre. President of Allendale Incorporated, Steve Georgie, tells AgriPulse that considering the yield estimate and the relatively unchanged ending stocks projection of 2.19 billion bushels, the report was bearish for corn. Georgie says moving forward, trade will be watching the weather. Uh, the 11 to 15 day forecast has got some very cold temperatures in it. Uh, toward the northern parts uh, of the Corn Belt, also dipping into Illinois and Indiana. And so they're talking anywhere from 6 to 8 degrees below average temperatures right now. Due to delayed planting this year, some corn crops across the country are at risk. Find more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.